Hello, everybody. Welcome to the ninth episode of our VMware Runs on VMware podcast series about digital transformation, where we speak with VMware IT thought leaders who share insights on how we achieve digital transformation at VMware. I'm Sarita Kar, IT Director at VMware and your host for this series. In the first few episodes, we talked about the organizational impact, the foundational decisions, and the SaaS mindset that is so essential for digital transformation. In the last episode, we went into the details of how VMware handles disaster recovery scenarios. Today, we are going to talk about how VMware IT migrated SaaS workloads into VMware Cloud on AWS. And for this, I am delighted to host Arjun Basu, Senior Director of SaaS Commerce, and Parthiban Srinivasan, Technical Architect at VMware IT. Welcome, Arjun and Parthi. Thanks, Sarita. Great to be here and uh, talk about uh, our experiences of uh, moving forward towards a SaaS transformation that is at company scale. Uh, thank you, Sarita. Thanks, Arjun. Uh, I would be glad to share my thoughts on how we did our migration and uh, what is the design and challenges that we faced. Thank you so much for inviting. Thank you. And uh, so let's dive into this conversation straight away. Let's start with you, Arjun. We've learned about the SaaS mindset uh, in the earlier episodes and how VMware as a company is shifting more towards the SaaS mindset. But when it comes to the actual workings of SaaS, how do we make it possible? Well, Sarita, what we discovered is that SaaS involves a complete reimagination of how we designed, build, and operate systems not just uh, in the technologies used, how we host it, but also looking at everything through a customer lens. Uh, in the SaaS world, it is not enough that there is a delightful experience for customers. All these services and applications and user experiences must also be highly available so that customers anywhere around the globe can use those services and run their mission-critical workloads on it. And what we discovered uh, at VMware was running mission-critical applications at scale uh, to support SaaS requires thinking out of the box, looking at not just our proven years of uh, expertise on on-prem data centers, but stretching beyond to have these applications on hybrid clouds and make sure that they are shielded from any planned and unplanned outages and maintenances. SaaS also means you are dramatically shortening the time to market for any new capabilities. All of this completely rethinking applications to adopt modern application practices, as well as a hybrid cloud deployment, that is what helps us go SaaS. Thanks, Arjun. This sounds amazing. And, you know, especially the shortening the time to market for new features. And I feel that is one of the primary objectives, you know, for any organization. And I'm so glad that we've been able to enable that. So tell me more, Arjun. What are the business benefits of moving SaaS workloads to VMware Cloud on AWS? Uh, 
Well, maybe we'll talk a little bit about uh, what are the business outcomes that any company that is transforming to SaaS wants to achieve. Obviously, increased agility, uh, accelerated innovation, uh, ability to scale elastically, as well as reducing the costs uh, while making sure that reliability and security are not compromised. And that is where uh, we found uh, VMware Cloud on AWS uh, to be an amazing solution, right? Uh, one of the uh, major advantages was uh, it ensures an operational consistency between what we have for our on-prem workloads as well as what we are putting on the public cloud. This makes sure that we can maximize the existing skill sets and the tools that we have built over the years. And all of this helps us uh, deliver enterprise class uh, SLAs and consistency across all of these uh, environments. And uh, that's where it makes the best sense for us, uh, making sure that we deliver the value to our customers quicker and deliver it at cloud scale. And that does make sense, you know, because availability is critical for SaaS workloads and uh, even the scalability and all the other points that you mentioned, it definitely makes a lot of sense. And uh, all that we know can be achieved by VMware Cloud on AWS. So moving on to the design aspect, Parthi, what would be the design considerations to keep in mind before the migration? Uh, Sarita, the first thing, even before we start uh, with the design phase, uh, the discovery phase is very important in my opinion. The first step is to identify the applications that must be available on the cloud. Not all applications need to be on the cloud. There are applications which are better suited to run as monolith applications on-premise. Once these applications were identified, we have to define a proper identity and access management. This has a direct impact on the developer productivity. In VMware IT, we decided to use a hybrid approach with our applications hosted both on-premise data center and extended to the cloud. With this approach, we had a challenge with the data replication. So the data replication strategy plays a crucial role in this migration. One key aspect has to be thought through is the security. It's a key aspect for SaaS. We need to have well-defined security and the network architecture in place for these kind of migrations. Application architecture itself must be revisited. What worked well uh, over the last decade doesn't work well now. Like what Arjun mentioned, we have to think about reliability, scalability, availability, and that has to be embedded within the architecture. A simple lift and shift did not help us much since we would not be exploiting the complete benefits of the cloud. So we decided to re-architect the whole application and make it a proper cloud native application. The next uh, important design aspect would be on the redundancy and the recovery. This has to be well thought of. A good disaster recovery process must be implemented and practiced in real time. The applications are deployed in multiple regions to avoid any single point of failure. So these were some of the key aspects that we thought through early on when we started with this migration. There are quite a lot of other design considerations uh, that would be 
considered during the phase of migrations. That's good to know, Parthi. And I wholeheartedly agree on the fact that the lift and shift will certainly not help, you know, in these situations. A re-architecting is definitely needed to ensure that we extract the maximum benefits possible. So, uh, Parthi, what were the actual challenges that you faced uh, during the migration? One of the challenges is uh, too many options on the table, right? So we evaluated uh, the five R's. So either to rehost, re-platform, repurchase, retire, or re-architect. And in our uh, applications, uh, we decided that we will re-architect the system and host it on a VMware Cloud. Why did we do that? This helped us to take complete advantage of the cloud features. There was a slight uh, initial uh, cost incurred because we had to support the legacy applications. The legacy applications had to work seamlessly during this migration. To ensure this, we had to build Glue code and support this for a brief period until all the services were migrated completely. Our applications were redesigned to be proper cloud native applications. The data synchronization across the regions was carefully considered and we ensured that the data would be eventually consistent and the application architecture had to support this. DevOps as a culture had to be incorporated within our organization. This is a cultural change at an organization level. This enabled us to release features faster and much more efficiently to the consumers. Service level objectives were defined and the service level agreements were strictly enforced. Service ownership is particularly important in achieving this. We had service reliability engineers who ensured that many of these processes were automated and the service availability was maintained. Service monitoring and observability must be embedded to understand the system's internal state. This is so useful, Parthi, and I can only imagine the amount of work that would have gone into this. And from an IT operations perspective, I can tell you that we are completely on board when it comes to automating as many processes as possible. You know, it always ensures error-free code along with speed and security. So moving on, Arjun. Yeah, sorry, Patil, go ahead. Absolutely, Sarita. Uh, these are uh, key things that we will have to enforce uh, to have a SaaS system uh, with high availability and resilience. Absolutely, absolutely. Agree totally on that one. And moving on, Arjun, we would love to hear from you about, you know, the other use cases that could qualify as likely candidates for VMware Cloud on AWS. Sure, Sarita. For VMware IT, uh, we focused uh, on the applications uh, that have the highest uh, impact on the customer experiences. Uh, but if you were to look for use cases uh, where VMware Cloud on AWS would fit right in, uh, the best thing is uh, next generation apps. Uh, if you have an application modernization strategy and uh, perhaps uh, you want to utilize cloud scale uh, infrastructure uh, 
uh, and uh, extend the value of uh, existing enterprise applications. Uh, and uh, you want to have a consistent infrastructure for it. Uh, VMware Cloud on AWS is a great candidate. Uh, you may also be in the process of completely building out a brand new generation of modern applications. And uh, you want to use uh, existing uh, applications uh, stack that you have built, uh, native uh, AWS services, uh, as well as uh, leverage uh, infrastructure that is connected to your on-prem uh, data centers. All of these, uh, including building hybrid applications uh, that can span the entire gamut of uh, on-prem data centers, cloud edge, as well as native AWS services. These would be great candidates uh, for uh, VMware Cloud and AWS. Uh, the other ones that I could think of is uh, cloud migration. Uh, if you have uh, specific applications that do require the scale and reach of AWS around the globe, uh, if uh, there are uh, organizations that are looking to extend their data center beyond their uh, on-prem, uh, the, the ability to have capacity at scale uh, whenever there is a high demand, uh, or even if you want to use an environment for you know, testing out certain features uh, without the complexity of having to purchase infrastructure for it. All of these are great candidates for uh, VMware Cloud on AWS. Uh, in fact, uh, the other use case that uh, I know of at, at VMware is uh, uh, we've used uh, VMware Cloud on AWS for uh, desktop bursting uh, for uh, VDI, virtual desktops at cloud scale uh, on demand whenever you need it. Okay, All of these are candidates that uh, we could look at uh, to uh, what is best suited uh, for your business. Great stuff, Arjun. And uh, this is really useful, you know. It's glad to uh, see there are so many other use cases which could be prime candidates. And uh, thank you for giving us that complete roadmap and the criteria to look for, especially. I'm sure this will help our listeners in their decision making, you know, on which use cases to migrate to the cloud. So looking ahead, Arjun, what, according to you, is the future for SaaS workloads? Like, how can we make it even better in terms of four nines of availability and all that? Well, uh, four nines is hard. <laughs> Let me just uh, <laughs> say that, Sarita. And uh, you've been a partner in our journey uh, to get close to that. Yeah, now, absolutely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, if you uh, think ahead, uh, and as more and more uh, enterprises, large and small, across the globe uh, want to roll out uh, their applications faster or their workloads moving out quicker. Uh, and they always want a rock-solid availability of whichever platform uh, that is supporting uh, their business. Uh, then according to me, uh, the future is multi-cloud. Uh, there is no way around it. Uh, if we truly have to achieve uh, global scale operations and uh, make sure that uh, no matter what happens, uh, whether uh, it is uh, something going wrong in the infrastructure or the network layers or a fiber link anywhere, and we completely uh, abstract out your mission-critical applications from it, uh, there has to be 
an application that can operate across uh, multiple clouds and interoperate uh, possibly among uh, cloud and edge and on-prem to truly deliver the experiences that customers of today's world demand. And I believe that this will also spawn a new generation of skills uh, where whether it is uh, engineers or platform operators or uh, SREs, all of them will have to rethink what their role is going to be in the modern multi-cloud world. Absolutely, and I couldn't agree more. I know we've also worked closely together, Arjun, from our operations as well as the dev end and trying to build these uh, different options of how we can achieve even better availability than what we have today, right? It's a joint uh, venture uh, for sure, and multi-cloud is definitely the way to go. So today we learned about how VMware IT migrated their SaaS workloads into VMware Cloud on AWS. We talked about the challenges the team faced while doing so. And we also discussed on what could be the other use cases for migrating to VMware Cloud on AWS. And lastly, we also talked about the future of the SaaS workloads. So thank you, Arjun and Parthi. It was absolutely lovely to have you here and have this enlightening discussion. Well, thank you, Sarita. Uh, thank you for the opportunity. And it was great to share some of the experience that uh, we have had on our journey. Thank you, Sarita. This was a great opportunity to share uh, my journey to the cloud. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And as I said, we just loved having you here. And that brings us to the end of our ninth episode of the VMware Runs on VMware Digital Transformation Podcast. I'm sure our listeners have gained valuable insights about VMware Cloud on AWS. We hope you liked this episode. And if you did, please drop us a comment below. We'll be back with another IT digital transformation story in the next episode of this series. To listen to our previous episodes, you can check out the podcast in the resources section of our VMware on VMware microsite. Stay tuned.